Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Kiao. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. To be honest, I quite like it because I think there is a ring to it. Dr. Bibi, don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around, and me and my co-host will show you exactly how it's done. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiao, also known as Doctor Bibi. I am really excited because this is the first episode of my podcast. To be honest, and I'm also delighted that my co-host Emily is joining me from Melbourne, Victoria. So, without further ado, let me invite Emily to introduce herself to our audience. So, Emily, take it away. Well, thank you, Dr. Bibi. I am. Really excited to be here with you,、um, not just today, but I think going forward, and excited with what we can do with this podcast. So my name is Emily Barnard. I am an American. A lot of people mistake me for a Canadian, but I am an American.、Um, I met Dr. Bibi in Shanghai. We were both living and working. Well, I wasn't working there. My partner was working there. In my previous life, I was a tax accountant. So I did corporate taxes for twelve to fifteen years, and then when I moved to China, I stopped working,、um, and I did some volunteer work. So I volunteered with the Australia Shanghai Association and with Shanghai Sunrise, and I believe that that is where I met Dr. Bibi was through Shanghai Sunrise, and then we just started to, to develop a relationship, and it, I find it very easy. You know, to to talk with you and and open up and、um, there's nothing, there's never been awkward anything awkward when even when we didn't really know each other. I have had many years of therapy, so I've been through many counseling sessions, and I. I honestly can say that it is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I'm a big proponent of of therapy, counseling,、um, psychology, because I think the only thing it can do is help you and make you a better person and make you understand yourself better if you really take it seriously. And I know it's not an easy thing to deal with. I think a lot of people、um, think that. Maybe there has to be something wrong with them, or you know that there is something wrong with them if they admit that they need to go to therapy, which is just not the case at all. So, I hope that by doing this podcast, I can help people to understand that it is definitely okay to go to therapy, and it's something that you should not be afraid to talk about because it, I I want it to be a more accepting、um, accepted. Uh, thing is to be going to therapy, so I, I really hope that that can come across in what what we have to say today and in the future. Well, thank you, Emily. 
for that rich introduction of yourself. Most of all, for your honesty, for sharing your positive experience in seeking professional help. Well, actually, that is one of the reasons why I wanted you to be the co-host of To Be Honest, because I am sure our audience will be inspired by your story. And to be honest, I hope through our future topics and conversations, this podcast can make a positive impact on the life of our audience. And also through, to be honest, they get the know-hows to create healthy, loving relationships that they have always wanted. I really like about Dr. Beebe's approach is she has a holistic approach and she's very dedicated and passionate um, for a very dedicated and passionate advocate for mental health awareness. And I think that will come across in, in our future episodes. So I think both of us, I think we really have that in common that we both are advocates for mental health and mental health awareness. Absolutely, Emily. So, um, Dr. Beebe, I think now maybe we should talk about um, how you came up with the podcast name, to be honest. Sure. And why you even wanted to start a podcast. Okay. So, to answer your questions, both of us are living in a Western society in Australia. So I want to comment that Western societal values have, at least in modern times, focused strongly on independence. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I I agree with that. Yes. Right. So we have been taught to, to be strong and to take care of ourselves. And that is all great. And that is all healthy. And also to stand on our own two feet are praised more, unfortunately, than people uh, that choose or have the need to lean on others. And they are often questioned and considered weak or lesser in some way. So you already mentioned, Emily, earlier when you're introducing yourself that um, you also wanted to let people know that it's not weak to seek professional help because to be honest is to be vulnerable to be vulnerable it takes courage and that's what happens when you seek professional help i am sure by now my smart audience has already figured out why I named my podcast, to be honest. Do you not agree with me, Emily? Yes, I agree. And I, so to be honest, when I was in working as a professional in America, I would usually schedule my counseling sessions over my lunch break. So I would go because my therapist was not available after I would get off work. So I would go maybe from 12 to 12.45 or something along those lines. And I would never tell anybody what I was doing. I just let them think I was going to lunch, but I've evolved and I now I'm not afraid to share with people that 
I have been to therapy because I think I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I'm not embarrassed about it. So I think I've, I've changed as well. And I, and I want other people to feel the same way. I've learned that it's so much easier to be honest um, for myself really, because it, it torments, at least for me, it tormented me. Um, And it just, you have to try to remember what, what lies did I tell that person or what, you know, it's, it's really difficult to try to keep up with everything that you're lying about. So I think, and I'm not saying you have to tell somebody, like be honest with them to hurt their feelings, but sometimes it's, it's necessary to have that uncomfortable conversation. Absolutely. So there are also some alarming statistics that I would like to share with you and and our audience today. And it is from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. It is estimated that 45% of Australians will experience a mental health condition in their lifetime. And to be honest, I think this, this statistic is already too low. In one year, one million Australian adults have depression and two million have anxiety and stress. Well, anxiety, of course, is about related to fear. Mm-hmm. And when we are feeling stressful, behind it, it's all about fear. Around 90% of employees, because I'm sure our audience, some of them are in the corporate world, think that mental health is an important issue for businesses, right? Entrepreneurs, uh, employers, um, but only 50% believe their workplace is mentally healthy. Just look at the recent incident from Ellen's show, isn't it? Ellen DeGeneres show, isn't it? Right. Her motto is what? Be kind to each other. Yes. Um, there There was a culture, I think, of not being kind um, and she was complicit in, maybe she wasn't directly, but complicit in that, I think, because she wasn't, she was letting it happen under her watch, bullying and, um, whatever else was happening. Yes. So that means despite what place mental health being an issue that requires greater attention, mental health statistics also shows that only half of Australians believe they are working in a supportive, healthy environment. So in order to close the gap between these statistics, first of all, is to becoming better educated on mental health issues. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is the long version of letting my audience know the reason for me wanting to create this podcast. I believe intentions are very powerful. Therefore, there's always clear intentions behind in everything that I do. And this is no exception. To be honest, it's no exception for me. And these are my intentions. So when depression and anxiety are the most common mental illnesses, and 54% of people with mental illness do not access any treatment. So hopefully with this podcast, I could wake up my audience to their need And I say need and not want because there are consequences. 
-hmm. And I want them to understand the importance of taking active time to reflect on their mindset. When I say mindset, I mean to examine their thoughts. That means to examine what we are thinking every day. Now, neuroscientists have reported that people have a minimum of anywhere between 12,000 to 50,000 thoughts per day. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) Yes, that's a lot of thought, isn't it? Yes. And, And the scary thing is that majority of our thoughts are repetitive. So meaning, right, so meaning whatever I'm thinking today are the same thoughts as yesterday or the day before. Yep. So Emily, earlier you mentioned that you like my holistic approach and as a matter of fact, I call it the STEP approach and I use the acronym S-T-E-P. What does that mean? The S stands for soul. And of course, I will further explain what I mean by the soul. What is its function later on? So bear with me. The T stands for thoughts, which is related to our mind and our brain, otherwise known as the command center. The E stands for the most important part about psychology is to understand our emotions and where our feelings come from and why we feel the way we feel. And P stands for our physical form, which is the body. So maybe you wish to ask me, hey, Dr. Bibi, so what is the mind-body connection? And let me say this, our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and attitudes can positively or negatively affect our biological functioning. In other words, what I'm saying is that our minds can affect how healthy our bodies are. So in order to balance and be in alignment with the body, mind, and soul, we also need to focus on the soul. And what it needs to have a positive influence on our state of being. And goals for the soul could be to develop your soul wisdom. It could be living your life with love, not fear. And I definitely will share more about that. What do I mean by living life with love and not fear? Another goal could be giving service to humanity, meaning to pay it forward. Now, how could I describe for you the characteristics of the soul and the role it plays in balancing the mind and body? Now, It could be that the soul is an independent entity inside your body. The soul has its own will, thoughts, and preferences. The soul has emotions and feelings. 
The soul also has creativity. The soul has flexibility. The soul can communicate. The soul possesses incredible wisdom, more than our ego. And the soul can heal. You can bet on it. All you have to do is to follow. To be honest, this podcast, and you will learn all about it. So, with my step approach, it's also important for me to help my clients to ground their physical body, and one way of doing that is through meditation. Because if we are not grounded, basically we are telling our body that we don't want to be in the here and now. It's either we have thoughts about the future, which is most of the time our worries, or it's about fears in the past. Besides, whenever we are not being mindful or grounded, there will be. Serious consequences. One of the most common consequences of not grounding our body is having negative thoughts, such as "I'm not good enough," "I'm not lovable," "I am inadequate," and so on and so forth. Now, it is important to know whether you believe it or not. These negative thoughts will have negative impact. On our beautiful body, which is also the temple of our soul. Okay, I really like that、um, that explanation. I always had heard this phrase: "Wherever you go, there you are." And、yes. you talking about that really makes me made me that made that come into my head because I used to always think, "Oh, it'll be better if I move to a different city or if I." Um, I'm in a different relationship, or move to a different house. Things will get better, but it won't, because wherever you go, there you are. You still have to deal with the same problems. I mean, briefly, things might be better because they're exciting, they're different, but ultimately, it will always come back to these problems are still here. I still need to face up to what is going on in my life, why I'm having these issues. So.、Um, I think being present and being grounded in our body is vital to our mental health. So I hope I have managed to ignite your curiosity to find out more ways to help you in alignment with your mind, body, and soul. And I want you to know that. To be honest, it's not just about mental health. More importantly, I want to empower the audience to create healthy, loving relationships with their loved ones. And to be honest, I hope you are going to come back and join me and Emily next Wednesday. And I was just thinking. Since we are all experiencing coronavirus globally, with the social distancing and isolation, they can take a toll on our mental health. So I think it will be a good idea for me to start a conversation about that in our next episode.
And of course, I will give some useful tips to help our audience to stay healthy psychologically and physically in the midst of this global pandemic. So uh, what say you, Emily? Yeah, please come back next week for our discussion on coronavirus and how it's impacting us personally, I think mentally and emotionally. And um, see you next week. So come and join me and Emily next Wednesday. Yes, it's next Wednesday. And you will find, to be honest, on Spotify, Podbean, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. So that is www.drbarbarakiao.com.